Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Board YouTube channel for today's pick and roll coming at you a little bit later than normal today. Uh, had some issues coordinating. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the blame for that for the, the change in clocks in North America that did not apply to Europe. But we are here. We're here for 12 p.m. Eastern time today, and we still have the free picks coming for you guys a little bit later on in the show. If you enjoy what you see from today's stream, please make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to the board YouTube channel for pick and roll live streams every weekday with free picks, NBA best bets, and also discussion pieces. We'll be talking about the Brooklyn Nets a little bit later on because they just continue to win. But as always, we're going to lead off the show with a recap of the previous day's bets. So this would be Friday's bets. And for this one, it was a one-in-one day. Uh, Damian Lillard really had no legs to go for his point total over here. Uh, meanwhile, for Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert, uh, a solid performance from both of them. Uh, they cashed this one pretty easily. Any thoughts on the overall day of betting for the pick-and-roll show from Friday, Pips? So, yeah, the, the Damian Lillard, I don't know. I, I will need to check the record on Damian Lillard, but I think he has a 10-game stretch where he scores 30 he goes over and we, I bet him and he stays under and I bet him again and he stays under and then I give up on him and he goes 10 straight games <laughs> over again. And then I bet him again and then he stays under. It's like never-ending circle. Didn't have luck with Lillard. Uh, the issue here was Simons being very, very hot and Damon just didn't need to force anything. They were up like 20 points throughout the entire game. And they, I was like, come on, team, join the game because you will lose at the end because the, their shot making was unsustainable. And yeah. and six sixers were like getting closer and closer, and they were still passing the ball away too much. And then everyone got called, and then they took over, but it was too late, and they lost the game. So, like, not the greatest scenario in that game, didn't go well for us. Uh, also, Anthony Simon scored seven threes, like seven out of first nine shots for threes. He focused, so like he was just going for him to him, and, and yeah, low usage game for Damian. And that's it for that game. Second game, easy cover for, for both. Like it, it was, I think, it's almost three, third quarter for Gobert, and like. Edwards cashed. He had 19 points in the first half, and then he was scoreless in the third quarter. And then at the end, he scored like 30-plus or more or something. So, no sweater. Yeah, good stuff over there on the season now. We're at 107 and 82, so very good win-loss record. Up 13 units and at 6% ROI. So, it's been a great season so far, and we look to keep that going today with the two official picks coming your way. Excuse me. Let's get into them now. First of all, we are going to the Suns and Warriors game. Promises to be an exciting game in the Western Conference. And it's actually a rare one and a half unit play here on the show. First of all, going to uh, the Golden State game. Steph Curry over 25 and a half points and pairing him with Devin Booker 25 plus points for minus 105 odds at DraftKings. And once again, this is going to be a one and a half unit play here. So uh, seems to be a lot of confidence. We'll get to the explanation on the picks in just a second here. And then we're going to the second play here. We have the Memphis Grizzlies and the Dallas Mavericks. And we're going with Desmond Bain over 20 and a half points. Tyus Jones going back to the new starting point guard in Memphis, at least for the time being, to go over 
five and a half assists, minus 120 at DraftKings. These ones are ready for you guys to place. And uh, let's hear what Pips has as the reasoning. First of all, we'll go back to the Suns and Warriors play. Pips, one and a half units. You must really like what you see here. It's Steph Curry playing amazing. And yeah, no Mikael Bridges for, for, for the Suns anymore. They do a single cover and playing eight on in drop. So I like the spot for for Steph Curry. It was interesting. Last game against the Bucks, he had so Golden State Warriors were down eight points with two minutes left. And Steph Curry had 17 points. And we all know how that game ends. <laughs> like Steph Curry scored 36. So he scored 19 points in the last two minutes of the game plus overtime. And Warriors get nine-point win. And Steph Curry ends with 36 points in that game. So, like, when it's time for Curry to take over, Curry is taking over. Uh, also, the last game against the Suns, uh, it was a blowout. And the game before that, Curry scored 50 points against the Suns. And yeah, so three games against the Suns, they lost all three, all three by double digits. Two were blowouts, one game that wasn't blowout, Curry had 50 points. So I think it's, it's a great spot for Steph. Since yep. coming back from the injuries, he scored 27, 40, 29, and 36. So covering it, this line pretty easily. And if you take a look at the last, last, 10 games for Steph Curry when he played uh, 25 or more minutes. So Steph Curry last 10 games with 25 or more minutes, he covered in every single game. So last 10 with 25 or more minutes, Curry 10 of, 10 overs out of the 10. Also 12. So 12 straight overs on this line when he gets 25 or more minutes and points average is 33 points. 33 points average over the last 12 games with 25 or more minutes and cover it in all, all 12. So, like, great spot. Just something that we must take here on this line. And with Golden State Warriors, like, fighting for, for, for playoff spots, trying to avoid uh, playing spots, I think this is great. Also, the second part of this bet, Devin Booker. Amazing player playing amazing over the last couple of games. So he had like four straight games scoring 35 or more points, and that was with Kevin Durant. And then the last game against the Kings, he scored 28. But he was facing double teams blitzes whenever he tried to get the ball, and he still ended up scoring 28. And now he's playing Golden State Warrior in a huge pace without anyone to defend him. Andrew Wiggins is out. And Golden State Warriors don't do any double teams. They just play straight. Damon Green can help uh, more, like if it's needed. But that's about it. And they don't. They won't include Damon Green in, in pick and rolls probably. So it should be easy, easy, easy against drop coverage of Kevin Looney to to score because like Kevin Looney is great at uh, playing drop coverage, but. It's, it only works when you have a great point of, point of attack defender, but they don't have any. And without Andrew Wiggins, it will be difficult to stop uh, Booker, especially in this high-paced game. And the game is high-paced, 
book and runs transition so quick and he'll get to the lines a lot. And if you take a look at the games against the Golden State Warriors, <clears throat> he had a first game, he had 34 points in a blowout. Second game, he had 27 points. So covered in both games. So it, this should be another game, but especially with his usage being through the roof. Like, it's interesting. Everyone expected uh, Booker usage to drop with them uh, with Kevin Durant. But since Kevin Durant got there, his usage increased. <laughs> and I don't think it's going down with, with KD out. And no. Yeah. So his usage uh, uh, before the throughout the season was 31%. And it's 30, 34.5. So 3.5% increase in the offensive usage <clears throat> over the last six games. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty crazy. They're just really leaning into KD and Devin Booker just doing everything. And <laughs> without Kevin Durant and just being Booker, yeah, I, I imagine we will see a lot of Devin Booker in this game. So uh, interesting spot here. Um, nice to have Golden State at home as well because they are so, so bad on the road. So this should be a, a very, very interesting game. And you know what? Phoenix, all of a sudden, wins are going to be harder to come by with Kevin Durant out. So uh, if you're a fan of basketball, this could be a great game for you to check this in on. Is actually, actually uh, Golden State Warriors is five points favorite in this game. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's something I would not expect. So maybe I'll have a look at that one a little bit later on. But yeah. let's move in with the other official pick on the show here. Uh, We're going to the Grizzlies and the Mavericks. As I said earlier, it is uh, Desmond Bain on the points, Tyus Jones on the assists. Pips, take us away on why you like this one. So, over like uh, over the last uh, four games since Yamorant is out, Tyus Jones has averaged nine assists a game uh, on 15 potential assists. But that's even higher because potential assists are like not graded like the same yeah. as the yeah that part. And last game against the uh, Dallas without Kyrie, Kyrie could be back tonight, and their defense will be worse and the pace will be higher so in the last game without Kyrie they played like two days ago Tyus Jones had 10 assists on 17 potential assists so that that part of the bet is I think pretty straightforward but the second part of this bet is Desmond Bain and without Jamarant I just expect him to like be the like the main guy and to score a lot and yeah, I just think Desmond Bain is now the first scoring option and playing this a bit like worse defense of, of Dallas Mavericks since the trade. I already spoke about their defense uh, quite a lot and especially with Kyrie back, it should be even worse. In, in that game, he scored uh, 25 points with 32% usage. So he's averaging 21.3 points on the season with 26% usage. And now, without Jamoran, his usage is up to 32%. So, like, we can expect, like, 24 to 26 points range with that usage for Desmond Bain on his average shooting. And in the last game, he scored 25 points below his standard uh, efficiency. So, I just think this is a great spot to bet for combination. This bet is, of course, correlated. And I just think... Without Doncic, they'll need to play Christian Wood more. 
worse defense inside. They'll need to play Kyrie. Like, I think this is a great spot. And also, uh, Memphis is away from home. So this should be a close game. Because for now, if you take away, take away <clears throat> Luka Doncic of Dallas and we take away John Morant of Memphis, I think Memphis is a better team. And they're playing away, so there is less probable probability. So this game should be close, especially if Kyrie is in it and in a close game, like both of these to cover. Yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense there. Uh, as you said, I mean, these players are playing well without the extra touches um, and without the extra pace in this game. And it would even be helpful if Kyrie Irving does return to this game. So uh, like a lot of what we're seeing from those and uh, fun to have a nice one and a half unit bet in play. Uh, we'll talk about the Brooklyn Nets in just a minute. We'll also uh, recap the bets a little bit later on. Um, Want to take a second here to talk about uh, definitely a friend of the Hammer Bet Network here. The CapWise team have created a college basketball postseason guide for March Madness. And right now, I have the link in the chat right now, pinned to the top of chat, and the link as well in the description of the YouTube video where you can go towards the CapWise betting guide. It's not something that's going to guarantee you profit. It's not something that's out there giving you specific bets, but it's giving you all the tools that you need to succeed. Looking up over here, um, go to their website, use code HAMMER to get involved today with it. And you get certain stats like this, super in-depth, like everything you could possibly need. This is something that is going to save you a ton of time as it comes to your March Madness betting. It'll, it'll eliminate all the research you need to do. If you're an in-game better, it'll provide you advanced analytics and graphs for specific live betting. And it's not only to identify good bets just for the first round, but to find some series that can make a deep run in the tournament. Each team has four pages of info, jam-packed with everything again for your success go check it out the link in the in the description and the link in the chat and use code hammer at the capwise website but let's shift back into our discussion piece here we're going to talk about the brooklyn net so i'm gonna i'm gonna provide a little bit of a personal side to this discussion here um i have played i placed a wager right before this five game win streak on the brooklyn nets not to make the playoffs uh it seems like that one is dead because since making that bet they've won nine games in a row and that included a game where they beat, I think it was the Boston Celtics, where I am just shocked that this Brooklyn team keeps winning. I understand there are good players here, but they keep finding ways to do it. Yeah, it started with the win against the Celtics. They've also beaten the Bucks in this little stretch and a recent overtime win against the Timberwolves. Mikhail Bridges has looked like an absolute star since Kevin Durant has left. Um, or since, I guess, going to the Brooklyn Nets and having this big role of the team, except for the one game, I think we bet on him where he's, he's stunk. But other than that, <laughs> he's been exceptional. Uh, Pips, somebody's been watching tons of games. Uh, what do you see about this Brooklyn team that is allowing them to continue to find success uh, despite, obviously, the turmoil going on with the team this season? I mean, they have <laughs> great players on their roster, like great like players that try on both ends can can work with Mikhail being like I, I like this is not like I think hot take but K the Mikhail Bridges is playing almost on the KD level now yeah, yeah. like it's crazy and when you watch the games I actually talk about Javid Javan who is actually a lot of times commenting here like 
he looks like KD. Like slim body, mid-range shooting, three-point shooting, similar, very similar like shooting form, like like KD. Like uh, this is like lighter version version of KD. Like if you look at his shot profile, like he's killer from mid-range. Like Mikhail is just unbelievable for now, and we just unlocked like maybe potential future superstar like what's going on here like he his his short mid-range and mid-range like is like money like unbelievable yeah yeah so like Mikael Bridges 27.3 points four rebounds and almost three assists over the last nine games and that includes like I mean we should take away Milwaukee Bucks game where he only played first quarter like, yeah yeah, it's like 30 points average without that game. Over 30 points average. Like, that's KD and with better defense. And <laughs> and those were not easy matchups. Like, tell me one player that dropped 45 points on Miami Heat this season, guarded by Jimmy Butler. Like, that's insane. Like, then 38 points against the Boston Celtics. That it's, This is not like filling up Houston Rockets, Hornets, Pistons. That's legitimate, difficult matchups and scoring amazing. 31 points against the Bucks, 45 points against the Heat, and then 38 against the Boston Celtics. That's like three out of the five most difficult matchups you, you can imagine in the, in the game. Unbelievable. Just, um, just... Yeah, so... There was always this sense when he's at Phoenix that you know he's labeled as a three and D player. I personally label these guys, uh, I guess, uh, invented the term three and D plus because it's not just he's not just three and D because yeah. he can score. There's always sh- sort of shades that okay, yeah, he can score in mid range, he can get to the rim. Everybody understands that he's also like one of the best defenders in the league. He was, uh, I believe, all defense first team last year, uh, if not second team. I believe he's on one of the all defense teams. It's just a really good indication that situation is oftentimes everything for these players. Because had he stayed with Phoenix, even after, like before or after this trade, if they could have made the trade without Bridges involved, which they wanted to do, he would have decreased his usage with Phoenix. And then he goes to Brooklyn. He's played 13 games. Uh, I, I opened it up a little bit further to 13 games here, where he's averaging almost 26 points per game. And that includes, again, in this very small sample, a 12 minute game. Where he only where he still scored 10 points in those 12 minutes. And yeah, as you said, the way he's playing, like it's it's super efficient as well. He's shooting 51% in those games, 48% from three. Uh, I'm not sure maybe this level is sustainable for a long period of time, but certainly I think we've just uncovered a 20 point per game player who is one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. And I can't really see any reason why this can't continue. I'm not saying guaranteeing like it will continue, but I see no reason why he can't be a 20 point per game player across a full NBA season. But I'll, uh, I'll just make one comparison. Like, okay, he is now 26 years old, but we all know Kawhi Leonard in his fourth season averaged 16 points a game. He was the player of the system, and then the 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 old team fell apart and Kawhi Leonard took over and was the first scoring option. Like, I see the same trajectory. I see him the same way. Like, he was first defense, like, 
we know Kawhi Leonard was like known for his defense. Like he won't even be in the finals because only of because of his defense. Like yeah. and, and then he got the ball more and he just developed. Now now here's the probably the best two-way, like top three two two-way players in the league over the last 10, 10, 10 years. Like that's Kawhi Leonard. And Mikel Bridges has put I'm not saying he will become that level. I, I like, but he's close. And he with could, more he reps, could he could be like the next Kawhi Leonard. He's like very long, athletic wing that's amazing on defense. And he's shooting mid-range. He's getting to the rim. He's shooting threes. Like He's like all around amazing player. And now with more usage and when you have like his... Like, all NBA first de- de- defensive team with 25 points, five rebounds, and three assists a game. That's superstar. Like that, that's top ten players in the league. Like if he can maintain that level, that's um, like, unbelievable. Yeah, and Brooklyn. I mean, considering the situation, the trading Kyrie, they got a lot of really good assets back. So they have all these draft picks that they can use to draft players or to trade for things. And I don't think they have any intention of just falling back down to the pit of the East and going for draft picks. I think this team still wants to be competitive. And you know what? With Mikhail Bridges here, the way he's playing, I think they can remain decently competitive for years to come and just see how far Bridges can go in his career. So, uh, Bridges is 26 years old. So like the, with the way he's playing, like he like he's a super he can be a superstar that never misses a game. Like he's the one of the players that can play 40 point 40 minutes every night throughout the entire season. That that's amazing. Of course, he didn't have the, this usage before, so that could change, but it's it's amazing. Also, like when we talk about Nets, why they are so good, like Dorian Finney Smith. Great defensive player, player, a role guy. He'll shoot threes and be like happy with being corner guy. Every every team needs players like him. Cameron Johnson, almost the same. A bit worse defense, a bit more talent on offense. Spencer Dinwiddie, we all know what he's capable of. Like he's your point guard, point player. Like with ball, with the ball, he last he had last game 16 assists. I think game before he had 13. Like. He can run this offense on this team. Mm-hmm. And then you have Nick Claxton, defensive player of the year candidate. Like Royce O'Neill of the bench, similar as Dorian Finney Smith. Seth Curry, one of the best shooters in the league. Like this team and these players are all no, no one is like old on that team. Like these are players like younger than 30 years. So like it's it's great team and a lot of role players. We just need to like get get two more like that offensive talent and scorers or or something, and you are a playoff contender. Like that's it. Also, I, I, if you if you take a look at their schedule for the rem- reminder of the season, they can win more than they lose. Like they could be even positive on, 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 on at the by the end of the season. Like I mean, win more games than than they lose. Like they 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 played. Thunder, they play a game against the Rockets, Magic, Hawks, Jazz, Timberwolves, Pistons, and Magic. Like, those are winnable games. Okay, they have two games against the Cavs, one against the Heat, and one against the 76ers. But I mentioned they have more winnable games than the one that's difficult. 
So it, it won't, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up in the fourth place or in the fifth place. Like they are right now in the fifth, fifth place, but tied with the Knicks. And imagine the first round Nets against the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Like you have guys to throw on Mitchell, you guys you have guys to throw on Darius Garland, and you have great big protection inside with Claxton. And yeah, it's an interesting series. But I, I, think, I think that I think, the you feel it, you finish. I and I think everyone like they are great, but I think everyone in the East wants to play Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs. Like, okay, that, so that's just what I was going to get at. I feel like they will give Cleveland some problems. I'm not like, I'm not sold on Brooklyn as far as what they can do in the playoffs. I'm also not sold on what Cleveland can do in the playoffs. If Brooklyn fall to, let's say, the, the sixth seed, which is possible with the way the Knicks are playing as well, and they now have to play the 76ers, what do you think... Brooklyn's capability is of matching up with a team like the Sixers, where that is, with all due respect to Cleveland, I think the Sixers are a different tier. How do you think they stack up? Yeah, I think they can win, like, maybe a game or two against the Cavs, but they, they don't have any chance against the, the 76ers. I, I wouldn't say that because they have Doc Rivers as a coach. That's <laughs> thing. So he can throw out some games, but... They don't have anyone to guard, like even like close guarding Joel Embiid. They, they actually played like recently, and it was a close game, 76 as one, I think, on the last possession. But Embiid had like easily 37 points, like, like easily. And that game, we had everyone struggling. So Embiid scored 37, Harden scored 29. No one else scored more than like Tobias Harris three points, uh, Melton zero points, Max hit twelve points. Like no one joined the, these two guys, and they still won the game. Like I, I, I just don't see it. Like in, in the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a sweep by by the 76ers. But I'll say like Kyrie's matchup is a bit better for the Nets and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I think that there is only two options, like them them being in the fifth place and playing the Cavaliers and them being in sixth place and players playing 76ers. I don't think the the top of, 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 of the Eastern Conference will change much. I think we get Baxter Celtics as the first seed and then third seed 76ers, fourth seed Cavaliers. Yeah, It's two games between these two, so I think like it's pretty safe. But the fifth, the, the battle for the fifth place would be great. I actually think Knicks have better matchup against, have it better playing against the 76ers than against the Cavaliers. So it's not like the Nets will do better against the Cavaliers, but, but worse against the 76ers. But I think Knicks do better against the 76ers than they do against the Cavaliers. Really? It's, it's interesting. Yeah, because like when you play, Joel and 76ers having Mitchell Robinson inside and hustle guys and Jalen Brunson to exploit a bit mid-range against the uh, drop coverage of Embiid and all like playing hard, fighting for every ball. I think I think Knicks have a better matchup against the uh, the 76ers than the Nets have. Uh, Sorry, this is a good timing for the comment, but uh, what if Tibbs decides not to use Mitchell Robinson in the fourth quarter? Um, a <laughs> couple of games here where Tibbs has just not played him in the fourth quarter. Uh, any insight on that? 
yeah, that's a joke because we lost by a hook, uh, Mitchell Robinson. Oh, I, I know, but yeah. the, the game after that as well, he also didn't play in the fourth quarter, so... Yeah, I, I missed that. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. I, I just thought that was that was good yeah, timing there. They, they played, yeah, they played the Lakers. So that's that's even worse. Like not playing against Davis. So they lost. They lost. Oh, they won. Like they lost against the Kings. Like I will say, like Mitchell Robinson not being there have been one of the reasons because Sabonis killed them. Mm. But uh, yeah, they won again against, against the Lakers. So I think, like, hey, I guess it, it worked out. You made the right decision. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, okay, on the Brooklyn, my side of things, um, I just, uh, I, I, I don't think Bridges can keep this up. I, like I said, I think he'd be a 20 point per game player. I don't think he'd be like a 27 point per game player. And uh, I, I'm I'm definitely one. This might be a bit toxic of me. I'm definitely one who also wants to see it in the playoffs when you know it's half court, slow, slow pace, and you got to get something out of nothing. Um, I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying like this is a guy I haven't seen do that before. So I'd love to see it here because you know, uh, I remember. Yeah. The thing is, he never faced double teams. He never placed so much attention. I mean, he's playing great, but he still, still didn't. I didn't see any like blitz on him. Or That's what I mean. Double team and anything like, yeah, he's playing amazing. But he's playing amazing like role player. He's get, getting role player attention with superstar usage. So it will see like when he continues doing that and when the team prepares for for him. It yes. Will be interesting. Yeah. That is that is what separates the good players from the stars when they start paying attention to you that much. What's next? What's the evolution to your game to get around that? So you still have that's, what you had before, but now you get around the next thing. Yeah, that that's Scotty Barnes. Like, that's problem. exactly yeah. Scotty Barnes. That's the player I think about when I say that. So we'll see. Hey, he's only second he year. We'll see. Two, he two gets great it. games in a row. So let's see. Can he make the third? Yes, we, we shall see. Raptors against Denver tomorrow. Hey, easy, easy matchup inside if he attacks Jokic. So. Um, good chance to do well again there. But I think that's enough on Brooklyn. I think that's good for the show. Let's wrap up the show with a recap of the official bets for today. Two official bets in play. First of all, Suns at Warriors. Steph Curry over 25.5 points. Paired with Devin Booker, 25-plus points on his milestone line. That is minus 105 at DraftKings. Going with 1.5 units. A 1.5 unit banger for this matchup. And going to the Grizzlies and Mavs for the second pick. Desmond Bain over 20.5 points. And Tyus Jones over five and a half assists for minus 120 odds at DraftKings. This one is just a single unit, but two and a half units in play. Let's see how all of these shape out. Thank you uh, for, for your time today, guys. Uh, apologies again for the delay to the show. We'll be back hopefully to normal time for the rest of the week where we go live every single weekday for Pick and Roll on the Board YouTube channel for free picks like this, for NBA discussion topics as the season winds down here. Some great content is coming your way. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Help us on the road to 1,000 subs. We want to get to 1,000 subs before we get to our 100th video. We have about 10 to go, so let's get there in the next couple of weeks. And uh, we hope to see you guys tomorrow for more picks like this, more discussion, and more from Pick and Roll. (laughs) 